with so much love and respect. Welcome to the Luke Adler Healing Podcast, where we turn pain into power and get down to what really matters, the love we share and the love we grow. This is for those who want to connect to their hearts and the hearts of everyone they love more deeply. I'm your host, Luke Adler, and I'm honored to share my passion for deep, integral shadow work, spirituality, meditation, ultimately creating space for all that we are. Let's get it. So much enthusiasm, appreciation, love, beauty, nuance, joy, exuberance, the subtle details of your presence. It's a beautiful day to be alive and there are so many blessings to count. I want to talk about my um, upcoming program. It starts in June uh, and then really kicks off in July with the uh, with a big retreat. And the program is called The Ledge of Freedom. The Ledge of Freedom is a phenomenon that uh, is talked about in the yoga meditation world and in deep practice, dedicated practice, that when a practitioner has dedicated themselves to steady regularity of practice over time, short period of time, nine months, a year, you start to sense it. There arises a strength, an inner kind of foundation of solidity, of groundedness, centeredness. It's not an attitude. It's not a a kind of superficial, performative experience. It is an inner phenomenon of strength, of connectivity to a place within your core, emanating from your essence itself, that you stand upon and interact with life. And that ledge grows. It grows in its its kind of width, its breadth, and it grows in its length, and it grows in its depth. It's deepening kind of down. And it's as it deepens down, there's a simultaneous extension up, if you will. That ledge of freedom allows us to interact at the surface of life in relationship, in business, in family, in collegial and social circumstances with this inner sense of knowing, an inner sense of purpose, an inner sense of clarity, directiveness, trajectory, meaning, significance, poignant appreciation of the moment, that freedom from which we stand on and exist into the world only grows as we continue to practice. 
So I've contemplated this teaching, this phenomenon as it's grown in my life, and have asked the question, first, is it possible? Is it is it really possible to live in the external world? What does that mean? To live in the world where I have a job and I have a family. I got married. I have children, a five-year-old and a nine-year-old, both daughters. My parents are here. My wife's parents are here. We have a community around us. Is it possible to live in that world and have this inner world continue to develop and have my outer world also develop to have healthy relationships, to heal dynamics with my friends, my family, to get a better relationship with my wife, to have a, a more cohesive relationship with my in-laws, to have a more poignant relationship with my parents, to have a relationship that matures with my brother and my sister to have a, a, a mentoring relationship with my niece and nephew, et cetera, and so on. Is that possible for my business, my work to continue to be enriched, to be financially strong, to have a vision that expands? Is it possible for my health to remain, for my health to get better, my physical health? Is it possible for my mental and emotional health to, to grow and deepen? That list that I just laid out, that's a lot. That, those are a lot of things. Is it possible for my sexual health to develop, for my artistic health, for my sense of contributing to humanity, my sense of legacy? Is that Can that grow too? I mean, this is sounding a little bit overly ambitious here. Like, Hey, just pick one of these things, right? Just, just, just go for the spiritual. You know, let the financial fall apart. Hey, just go for the financial. Who cares about the spiritual? Just go for relationships. Don't worry about the rest, right? My sensibility is, no. I want to know: Is it possible? And the the some of my teachers say, yeah. In the, in this householder tradition of yoga of growth, it's possible to you know maintain a shop and have a family and grow spiritually and have a healthy life at least that was the teach the teaching and the tradition a thousand years ago and longer than that of course in these modern times with the pace of things you might think with all the technological support it's got to be possible right and with all of that quickening of of um, life around us, it almost seems like it's it's harder. There's so much more competing for our attention. So as, I, as I've looked at the work that I've offered over the last almost 20 years, as I've taught publicly, there's been really four things, four things that I see in my life and the people that have taken up these four things, either from my offering or they've kind of found it in their own life, that I see who have really progressed and, and really started to um, have these dimensions I just mentioned start to sing in their life, start to function. Their financial health, their mental health, their spiritual health, their sexual health, their historical and wounding 
health start to grow and heal, their community grow, right? They've had these four elements, what I call the four pillars. They've had a meditation practice or a spiritual practice within a tradition that um, supported their deepening, their energetic strengthening, their connectivity to the absolute, to the luminous level of consciousness, that that relationship within their mind-body has grown, their body strengthened around it, and their connection to the universal throb of life itself has grown. That's not an idea or a pretty thing that we say. That's an experience that I'm talking about having, where there's a direct line into the universe itself within your being. When you have a spiritual practice that is deep enough, strong enough, organized enough to support such growth, right? So there's that. They have a practice that has enabled them to grow over time in their ability to hold the light and deepen their sense of identity uh, in greater proximity to the very core essence of consciousness. And in that deepening, the aspects of their being, of their personal identity, the parts that are kind of lazy and lethargic, the parts that are anxious and future-centered and worried, those parts have kind of purified out. And what's left is just their identity in its pure form, in its focus, in its sense of connection to their purpose, and their sense of higher duty, and their sense of bigger picture, their sense of eldership, their ability to see all sides of a perspective and sense into a way forward when there's a collapsing in of perspectives. That's the first pillar, a meditative spiritual practice that has true deepening to it, that has a deepening growth of, of your experience of self, and that that self is more and more anchored into the, into the deepest realms of what we would call luminosity, light, and, and th there's so much for me to say about this, but I'm just putting the overview out. So they meditate. Then they find, ah, meditation alone, there's still aspects of my being, of my identity that are, that meditation is working around, that there's there's a pure purifying out of, of these tendencies that I've mentioned, the, the, the heavy, lethargic, the anxious, nervous types, types of energies in the body. Um, especially for Westerners, a sense I need some help with my psycho-emotional, psycho-spiritual dimensions. I need help on my wounding from my childhood, my relationship with my mother, my father, any traumas I went through. Some of these kind of bigger, bigger sense of constrictions that I live with, although meditation is giving me more freedom around them, I feel the need to have a more kind of focused work to work with someone who has the skills to help me understand, not just cognitively, but emotionally, historically, physically, somatically, help me experience and gain freedom in moments where I felt diminished, where I contracted, where I experienced failure, loss, stress, extreme trauma, where I froze, where I maybe got very tense, where I shut my anger down, where I locked up my sensual and sexual energy, 
I need a, I need someone to help me bring language and regain the ability to feel these aspects of my body, my physiology, my heart's capacity to know through feeling, bring that back online. So I'm pursuing healing work, therapeutic work that might be with a therapist, might be with a healer of some kind that has the skills to help me stay connected to any catharsis that might move, that I'm not just going to purge these wounds through crying or yelling or screaming or journaling, but I'm going to, I'm going to start to feel my way in to my interior, to these places and gain freedom to bring my consciousness back. Can I bring my awareness as it's, as I've cultivated my ability to feel deeply into reality itself through meditation, can I now bring that, that ability to see into reality into my own wounding and begin to take up residence within myself, within these moments of life that I had to put on hold, that I had to maybe even leave my body because of the intensity of that moment where I perhaps didn't have the agency or the support around me, I didn't have an adult that recognized something was off that could help me maybe assimilate to some degree what was happening and my ability to stay present with it. Can I now in this adult moment be guided back in a certain sense, not necessarily into the past, but into my body where something from the past is stuck, is not flowing with energy, is not flowing with much blood for that matter either. Can I in the present awaken to what is asleep, awaken to what has become deadened, awaken to what has become numb? Am I ready for that? And that moment came for me in great significance about 10 years ago. And I had done deeper feeling work before, but I realized my spiritual work was so strong that in some ways I was bypassing my wounding. And I didn't really know it. I had started using spirituality as a way, my meditation practice as a way to just kind of sneak by my wounding and drop down into depth and rest and vibrate. But I really wasn't gaining the skills to be with myself, to learn to find my anger in a healthy way, to find my sexual energy in a healthy way, to find my grief in a healthy way, to find my joy in a healthy way. I had healthy relationships to some of my emotions, but not to all of them. And a lot of them were shut down or they were muted or they were coming through kind of a tight pipe or a narrow space within me. So engaging with deep psycho-spiritual work, which is what I call core level awakening, it's the kind of work I offer, which is kind of, it's kind of a blend of experiential and expressive healing work that's about having a connected experience into your wounding where you regain wakefulness, agency, sovereignty, insight, choice, freedom, and ease within places, emotions, feelings, and sensations that maybe at once really didn't, didn't flow for a period of time. They just, they flowed partially, but not fully. And the freedom that comes when we can 
we can feel something, feel any one of those major emotions and all the derivatives, right? Jealousy and envy, schadenfreude, all of these kind of little nuances or twists that we do to fear, aggression, passive aggression that we do to anger, the different dimensions of joy, the different dimensions of sadness and grief. We gain the freedom, when we gain the freedom to not have to run away from those, to not have to turn those off, but they're just allowed to turn on. What occurs is that there's less and less we have to turn away from. There's less and less we have to escape from. We can embrace our boredom. We can embrace our excitement. We can embrace panic. Not just be curious about it, but when we make peace with those emotions, when we make them a suitable home within us and a suitable home within themselves, we gain this kind of liberative experience within our body where we don't have to run to the meditation mat. We can be wherever we're at in the experience of whatever we're having and have freedom to be that. We don't have to have a prescribed kind of peace, peacefulness or yogicness or sereneness or equanimity that we hear about in certain teachers and scriptures that, oh, if you meditate, if you're spiritual, you're just peaceful all the time and you have no emotions. That's not what I'm offering here. I'm offering a path where you get to be all of you. You get to be all that you've designed to be and gain freedom and mastery over that so that you can bring healthy anger, you can bring healthy poignancy, compassion, grief, joy, love, your full sexuality to life. You get to bring all that you are. None of it needs to be turned off, turned away from. So you have meditation, you have core level awakening, shadow work, deep work, depth work, whatever that might be. And then we have to bring the body along for the ride. We got to look at exercising these bodies, especially as time goes by. We got to look at what we're putting in the body, the foods we're eating, right? I mean, my kind of general diet these days is no gluten, no dairy, no sugar, no alcohol, no caffeine. Um, so protein, veggies, um, and, uh, and just kind of a cleaner diet. Now, do I eat sugar? Do I eat gluten? Yeah, I do. I have them every once in a while, but when I'm on this regime, I feel really great and I have a great exercise regime that works for me. So part of the program is helping you design an exercise regime that really works for you and getting your diet dialed in. It doesn't mean you're committed to this very strict diet, but it means finding the diet that your body likes. And I have expertise in nutrition. My uh, Chinese medicine practice is dedicated to nutrition as well. Um, and helping you design a system that works for you and then and then the program the year-long program is about creating accountability around that oh, i fell off my diet well what happened what came up let's process that let's look at that i want to exercise well okay let's get together i'm going to be leading like a hike on tuesday mornings and, and anyone who wants to join me can come this fella is going to lead uh something uh you know locally go for a run so we can kind of design the exercise part together so the diet nutrition piece, um, you'll get access to all the cleanses, all the diets that I've written over the last uh, 20 years. 
and um, as well as my support guidance on that. And then the exercise piece be something we create individually and as a group, and then just create support structures around that. That's something that I'm looking for all of us to kind of offer something so that there's something for everyone. Um, and kind of more encouraging coaching around that. Um, just kind of a, a accountability structure. The magic ingredient that I really didn't kind of fully understand until in the last five, six years is community. And I guess I would say deep community. Um, we're going to initiate each other into our own, our own desire, our own longing, our vulnerability, transparency, um, courage to share. We'll be doing deep work together at this retreat in July. And so um, there'll be some bonding. There'll be a culture, a culture created around our deepest longing and the things that have um, limited us. And that'll be shared. We'll help each other with the work. I'll be guiding and facilitating that. And I'll have a few people assisting me. But to have that container of depth right from the start of the year is going to create a culture where there's a safety and permission to bring anything forward. And that we go way beyond the fear of judgment. It's in fact welcomed to say the thing you would never say, to share the thing you would never even share, or it wouldn't even occur to you to share. Why would you share that with anyone? And that the group is strengthened and heartened by each soul's courage to lay down, to open up their, their full capacity to feel through and heal their own wounding with the, with the expert witnessing, with the heartful witnessing of each individual there. And we looked at this program initially as having a women's program and a men's program. And then it occurred to me, I think a co-ed program would be more powerful because the commitment level is already so high. This is a group that's saying, yeah, I want to put support around these four pillars. I want to put support structures around my life that help me, um, help me really accelerate and grow and move through my life lessons, my karma, to really make progress as a soul. I think when it comes down to it, what I was most interested in is, um, I guess personally, I, I've had nine people and maybe six of them very close to me in the last year die. And, and um, it's been a painful year and it's brought me closer to death and to get to know death in a deeper way. And it's had me ask myself, you know, some of these folks were young, they're in their forties, twenties. Um, when life can move so quickly and it can end, it can just, all of a sudden you're at the end of your life. Have you, have you really came here to do what your soul came here to do? 
some of these people, I'd say, you know, they've got some of their work done, they've made some progress, and they've made steps towards their opening and freedom. And I just wonder, like, did did they did they extract every bit of juice? You know, would they have said, yes, I, I got what I came here to get. I grew in the ways I intended to grow. At the deepest level, this idea of Ledge of Freedom, this program, it's not an idea. It's a phenomenon. It is a, a grouping of individuals that, say, that are saying deep within themselves, yes, I want to grow. I want to be able to say, not actually not just say, I want to feel my soul growing through its curriculum, learning its lessons, contributing its contributions to humanity. I'm ready for that. I'm ready to move along, to move forward, to move deeper, to move higher within myself. I want that. I'm ready to be supported to do that and to give support for that. And in a certain sense, I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm, it's like bummed, but I'm, I'm, I'm done not growing. I'm done not growing at the capacity and pace that I know I'm capable of. What I'm saying is this is what it takes in my life and the lives of some of the people that I know that have kind of figured it out. It takes community. It takes working on your body's health. It takes working on your mental, emotional, spiritual health. And it takes strengthening your system spiritually to hold a deeper, more potent anchoring in of the core essence light itself. That's what it takes. It's not what I think it takes. This is what I have seen work. So it's a big invitation. If it calls to you, if it resonates with you, I, I am like totally encouraging you to jump in. I'm going to be pouring myself into this program and everyone who's, who's signed up already is also in for it at that level. So um, retreat is July 12th through the 16th. We're going to be camping in the High Cascades. We're scheduled to have our first two-hour session sometime in June. That could be postponed, but I'm looking for a few more folks who are in. They're fired up. They want it. If you have the desire for it and you have concerns of some sort, hit me up, reach out to me. Uh, what is it? LukeAdler108 at AOL.com. You can call my office, but I am fully committed to you. If you want to do this, this is this is my singular focus for the year. And the program gives discounts on my other meditation retreats, discounts on my one-on-one -on -one sessions. So you can kind of build it out. If you want more meditation, you want more core level work, everything's half off. So it's pretty dope. It's I think it's a pretty good deal. It's pretty affordable. It's um, all the details are on my website, lukeadlerhealing.com. If you go to Core Level Awakening, click Ledger Freedom, you'll see the the page. And uh, if you want to talk, let's talk. Let's 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 get down on this. I am I'm pumped on it. So, yeah, with that, I'm out. I love you. I'm in. I'm pumped for the summer, and I'm just just wishing you so much care so much encouragement so much love today <laughs>